right, all right. That's hot right there. <laughs> I like that. That should just stay there the whole service. That'd be cool. All right, who's excited about the word this morning? Come on, come on. Come on. Some of you might have noticed I've been I've been taking a break from the pulpit for the month of August. I'm just blessed to be able to have a, a, a team that's able to do that. And um, I, the reason I'm doing it really is just to give myself a, a little break, to give myself a time to be refreshed, a time to, to take a break and not have to stress, like, you know, the whole week and um, be with my family and, and, and get things done and make things happen. So it, it's a blessing to me to be able to do that. I'm already excited about coming back from vacation and starting a new series. We're going to start the book of First and Second Corinthians, and that's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm excited about what's going to go on with that. But until then, um, this also this time also just allows for a lot of our other team members and a lot of other people that God has put a word in their hearts and that God is raising up to minister. And so I like to provide, you know, this month and, and as I do throughout, throughout the year as well, but provide this month, month specifically to allow other people to minister the word. Amen? Because we're all one body and we need to hear from each other and it's, and it's good. So please today put your hands together and welcome Pastor Lou. <laughs> Good morning, church. What's going on? It's been one year, I think one year to date, that I preached up in here. So God knows all things. All right, check it out. Lord, Heavenly Father, God, I come before you, God. I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time, Lord. I pray your spirit flows through me, just moves through me, God. I surrender my heart to you, Lord God. And whatever comes out, comes out. Let it be of you and not me, Father God. So I thank you in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Guys, you'll be sitting down a few. I uh, just got to use you guys for last-minute illustration. But uh, check it out. God had, you know, well, first, you know, when you're preparing, okay, I think God wants me to speak about this. So I start writing and writing. And God had narrowed it down just to the men and the husbands today to speak to you guys this evening, or this morning, all right? In 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, it says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for, for teaching, for reproofing, for correction and training in righteousness, all right? So today... God put this in my heart to preach, you know, to, to, to just speak into the husbands and to the fathers today. And if, if this is, brings correction, then amen is going to bring correction. If it brings reproof, if it brings training, then amen, you know. Because sometimes the truth just hurts sometimes. We don't want to hear it, but it hurts. So, man, I got to be a view with you guys today. You know, it may hurt you, but it is what it is. You know, it's God's word. We're going to preach it. Like George says, we're going to preach everything from the word, and we're going to give you the truth. Amen? All right, cool. So if you look at Ephesians 5, 25, right, it starts off husbands, right? Ephesians 5, 25, husbands. And we're going to stop there. That enough right there is a whole preaching in itself. Husbands, I didn't know that, right? If you look at the first word of husband, hus, is back in the days it was like house or master of the household, you know. But let's say for this instance, it's house, right? And you look at the second part of bands in husband, it means band. Oh, it says bands. Right? And what is a band? You got a rock band, you got a worship band, you got a salsa band, you got different types of band. But that's not the band I'm talking about. The band I'm talking about is a, 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 what you call it, a strip of metal, a rope, 
that holds something together. All right? So if you put both of them together, husband, you're the man of the house that keeps the house banded together, keeps the house protected. So, man, it's your responsibility. You're the head of the household. You keep the family together, not the wife, not the children. It's you that keeps the family together. How you love them. You nourish them. You protect them. You provide for them. I don't know if I said cherish, but I'll say it again. You cherish them. Maybe God wants you, wants you to hear it twice. You cherish your wife. So, husband, it's your responsibility to be the head of the house. That doesn't mean, oh, what I say goes. You're not going out today because I say you're not going out. No, it's not like that. You lead, right? What is it? What is it here? Leading? Where is it? Okay, leading without love is dictatorship. So if you're leading your wife and you're not loving her, you're being a dictator. You're telling her what to do. All right? Have you any guys seen Sasa, you know, seen Sasa dancing before? You know how the guy leads? I'm going to have my wife come up real quick. This is a quick illustration. All right? It was last minute. I want you, yeah, yeah, the, the, the last part y'all did of the whole, you know, the whole timbales and all that other good stuff, you know. Me, I love salsa. I love salsa, you know. But, uh, but, but you know, as a husband, you got to love your wife. Treat her right, you know, protect the lover. So if you need her, you got to be smooth, you know. You know, she knows, you know, I'm being nice and smooth, and I'm leading her gently. I love her. You know, that's her husband. You love on her, you know. But if I'm leading like a dictator, this is how it's going to look, and I haven't told her, you know, what's going to happen now. But go. And that's how it looks when you're leading without love. You know, you're treating her bad, you know. So husbands, let's lead our wives. If we're going to be head of the house, we have to love on them. All right, we have to love them. All right, you guys, you guys, that's good, that's good, that's good. So leading your wife without love is dictatorship. You're telling her what to do. That's good, guys. You can have a seat. I know you're tired from worshiping, you know. It was uh, awesome. But, um, but, yeah. So husbands, lead your wife in love. Be the head of the house. Hold the house together. It's not the woman's job, the wife's job to keep the house together. It's the husband's job. Love your wives. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make a holy, cleansing her by the washing with the water through the word and presenting to her, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. All right? That was the amplified version. Or the NIV version. This is the message version. Husbands, go all out in love for your wives. Exactly as Christ did for the church. I love the way the message puts it. Go all out for your love. Go all out in your love for your wife. Just as Christ did the church. A love marked by giving and not getting. Us as husbands, we have to give of our times to our wife. And I'll be stuck on the Xbox or, you know, or being stuck on a TV or being busy working, 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 whether it's in your job, working overtime, 
You know, whether it's in ministry, you're busy, busy, busy doing, you know, things for God. But what's up with your wife? What's up with your wife? First comes God. Then comes marriage, which is your first ministry. Then comes your ministry and so on and so on and so on. But sometimes we get it backwards. It's God, ministry, then our family. But what happens when we put God first, then our ministry, our ministry is flourishing and flourishing and everything's going good, but our house is a mess, it's a wreck. What's, what's wrong with that? That's not a good picture. If anything, God first, the wife and the family second, and then ministry. Because if your house is in order, then everything else could be in order. Everything could flow, could flow perfectly. So is God a family, then ministry, or then work, or whatever it is. But go all out, giving of yourself, giving of your time, laying your, 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 your life down for your wife, putting it all out there. You know what, babe? I know I want to do this tape, but you know what? I'm going to sacrifice myself because I love you, and we'll do what you want to do today. I'm going to go back to a, a quick thing. I'm going back and forth here. Being the head of the house, how is Christ the head of the church? He is the leader of the church, but all his decisions are made for the benefit of the church. So sometimes he makes hard decisions, but always for the ultimate benefit of the church. In fact, his love is for the church, went so far as giving up his life, body to torture, and death for her. So, men, our decisions, the decisions, you heard that, right? Got to go with the flow. The decisions we make, right, we have to keep in mind our wives. Is this going to benefit her? Am I going to be too busy working that I can't spend time with her? Um, does this job have benefits that, you know, that I can keep her healthy? So every decision that we make, we have to keep our wives in mind. And even our children, is this going to benefit my child? So every decision we make, think about your wives, guys. Think about them. How is this going to benefit her? First Peter 3, 7. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. You hear that again? Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect. Because if you don't, what happens, it says at the end, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. So if I'm disrespecting my wife, what happened? You're not going to hear my prayers? Something is getting in between me and you and, and, and what's going on? So yes, we have to respect our wives. We have to treat them right. Respect our wives. That can hinder your prayer. God, I, 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 Lord, I need this promotion in my job. I, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. But son, look at how you're treating your wife. How can I answer your prayer if you're disrespecting my daughter? How can I give you what you want if you're hitting her, and if you're abusing her, if you're talking down to her? How can I bless you, my son? Treat her right, and then there'll be a clear communication between me, between me and you, and nothing will get in the way. So husbands, treat your wife right. Hold on one second. All right, cool. I'm going to go back to the message, all right? Ephesians 5. Husbands, go all out for your wife, like I said before, and, and your wives in love, exactly as Christ did for the church. And love, a love marked by giving and not getting. Christ's love makes the church whole. His words evoke beauty. 
His words evoke beauty to us. It brings out the best in us, right? So if Christ brings out the best in us, then husbands, we have to bring out the best in our wives. We have to tell them how much you love them, how beautiful they are. And that's not, if you can get the video ready, don't do this right here. I want you to check out this video. Don't do this. We just <laughs> I did the choreography myself. Hey, honey, have you gained some weight in your rear end? The dress you wear reminds me of my old girlfriend. And where'd you get those shoes? I think they're pretty lame. Would you stop talking because I'm trying to watch the game? If you're a man who wants to live a long and happy life, these are the things you don't say to your wife. a hunting trip next week on your birthday. I didn't ask you, but I knew it'd be okay. Go make some dinner while I watch this fishing show. I taped it over our old wedding video. If you're a man who've done that, a long and happy life, there's a little to Solo. Okay. Your cooking is okay, but not like mother makes. The diamond in the ring I bought you is a fake. Your eyes look puffy, dear. Are you feeling ill? Happy anniversary, I bought you a treadmill. <laughs> You're the man who wants to live a long and happy love that you. It's all the things you don't say to me. You're a man who doesn't want to get killed with a knife. These are the things you don't say to me. But yeah, so you know, certain things you just don't say to your wife, something a little bit to add in there, you know, to make it funny, so a little bit of everything, but um, but yeah, you know, treat your wife, tell her how much you love her, tell her how much she means the world to you, bring out the best in her, just as God brings out the best in us, and he encourages us, and he prays, he prays for us, then men, let's do the same for our wives, let's encourage them, bring, about, bring out the best in her, you know, we can only do so much, sometimes God has to do the rest, or most of the time, but we do as much as we can as the men. So if, if, you know, if your wife is, you know, something's wrong, bring the best out of her. Bring out the beauty in her. All right? Present her as dazzling, white, radiant with holiness. Present her to your, your friends as beautiful. This is my wife. I love her. Sometimes, you know, they can get on your nerves and, oh, my God, I can't stand her right now. Oh, man. You know, but when you present her to somebody, oh, this is my wife. You know, her name is Veronica, yada, yada, yada. Present her, you know. Put her on a pedestal, you know. Treat her right. Treat her right. If you don't treat her right, then nobody else is going to treat her right. You know? If, if you don't, uh, if, if, if um, uh, you disrespect her, then other people are going to disrespect her. Don't disrespect your wife in front of other people, man. Husbands, don't disrespect your wife. Don't get loud with them. You know? Ah, shut up. And then, and then, no, 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 no. Treat your woman right. Be gentle with them. It says they're the weaker vessel. They're the weaker person. So that means I'm weak. Yeah, I trust in God. All right? She's the weaker, so I have to be there. She's the weaker vessel. Husbands, love your wives. All right? Be affectionate. Be affectionate. Hug her from time to time. It's okay to hug. All right? Say, I love you. Say, you're beautiful. Be affectionate. 
Be sympathetic. Do not be harsh or bitter or resentful towards them. Man, can we do that? Yes, babe, you know I love you. I, 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 I provide for you. I work 24-7. I do this and this and this and that. But yeah, but I want to hear you say I love you. So men, from time to time, tell your wife I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Be affectionate. So I see where God wants me to go here. So that's right, man. You are the head of the household. That's where it is. Here we go. To love your wives, to nourish your wives. That's in Ephesians 28, 29. Nourish your wives, protect your wives. Cherish your wives, tell her you love them. Provide for them, 1 Timothy 5, 8. 1 Timothy 5, 8. Provide for your family, especially your immediate family. Because if you don't, then you're worse than the unbelievers. Don't be staying home, lazy, ah, yeah, whatever, I'll look for a job. No, get your behind up and look for a job and go out there and do what you got to do. Provide for your wife. Provide for your children. It's time for the men to start stepping up and taking their place, being the protector of the family. Again, we go back to husband, the husband. They keep the house together, intact. They keep the family together. They let nobody come in between or nothing get in between the family. They protect. Are you protecting your wife today? Are you letting anybody speak down to her or, or whatever it is? I know because I've been there. At times I learn, you know, unfortunately, but it's the past and I'm saying the truth. That's why I'm up here sharing. But sometimes, yes, I have let people, you know, unfortunately just speak about her and I don't say anything. But God has corrected me, and that's why I'm speaking about it today. Protect your wives. Don't let anybody talk about them. Disrespect them in front of you. Fathers, can I speak to you today, too? No, let's close this out here. Um... Let me get down here. Wherever God is leading me, amen. Protect your family, guys. Be the protector. It's, it's you know, so many times we see the men just slacking. They're not being the protector of the house. They're not being the one stepping up to the plate and praying for the family. Why is it that the wife always are the ones getting together? You know what? This, you know, uh, babe, I'm, you know, the, uh, the baby's sick or we're going through a problem. Oh, babe, you pray. I did that before. I used to tell my wife, you know what? Uh, uh, she was like, oh, babe, pray for the baby. Oh, I'm tired right now. And then she'll have to pray. No, that's my responsibility as the father to pray for my son. It is my responsibility as, as, as the husband to pray for my wife, to keep them covered in prayer. It is my responsibility. Not the wives. Yes, it's awesome. I'm not saying I'm not degrading you wives saying or mothers that you're not supposed to pray. No, but it's the men that's supposed to step up to the plate and take the leadership initiative and be like, you know what? Babe, come on. Let me, let me pray for my son. Let me pray for my wife. There's been plenty of times, right, from the beginning since we got married, that my wife would go to sleep. She had a headache. She had a stomachache. She had this. She had that. She couldn't fall asleep. And I said, you know what, babe? Close your eyes. Let me pray for you. All right? So what happened? She closed her eyes. I will lay hands on her. I will pray for her. God, I pray for healing right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever's aching her body, whatever's causing her not to sleep, I speak it to be gone in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, that once I'm done with this prayer, that she'll be knocked out. She'll be sleeping. And once I'm done with the prayer, I'm like, babe, babe, and she's knocked out sleeping. 
You know, why? Because I, as the man, as the husband, as the head of the household, I took my place and I prayed for my wife. Okay? We have to pray for our children. Cover them in prayer. When things are going down and things are going out in the house, it's awesome if you women do it, but it's the man taking the right place. Like, babe, come on, let's pray. Let, let, I'm going to come against some things right now. I don't like what's going on. Let, let, let's pray. And it's the man's responsibility to pray. It's the man's responsibility. But it's okay for you women to pray and do what you got to do, but it's the man's initiative to step up to the plate and do what they got to do to provide protection, to provide love for your children, to love on your children. Same way you're affectionate with your wife or we're asking you to be affectionate to your wife. Be affectionate to your children, man. Spend time with your son. See what's going on in his life. Don't be too caught up at work and life and ministry that you tend to forget about your family. That you're not there for your son. You don't take him out to, the, to play baseball or, or, or whatever it is. Spend time with your son. Get to know your son. Because we could grow up life and, oh, man, my son this and that. Get time to know your daughter. Tell them you love them. Give them a hug. Be the one to pray for them before they go to sleep. Love on them, fathers. Be there. It's not just enough, oh, I'm a dad. You're not a father just because, you know, you're the sperm donor. You gave him and that's it. No, there's a responsibility that comes with that. So you're not just a father because you gave it. No, you're a father because you're there for your child. You love him. You provide for him. You protect him. So, fathers, it's time that we take our place and be the men of the house and be what God has called us to be. Don't treat your wives any different. Don't, 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 don't you know, beat her. Don't. Kids see that. Kids see that, and they're traumatized. When they see their, 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 their father beating their mother, it traumatizes them. It gives them a resentment for life towards their fathers. Don't beat your children. Don't beat your wife. And fathers, it's okay to bliss, discipline your child. It's okay. I know there's a big controversy, you know, no hitting your children. But, hey, I was hit when I was a kid. I came out fine. I wasn't abused, you know. Everybody needs a slap here and there, you know. Don't spare the rod. You got, shh, you know. So it's okay to hit your child. They don't make it to a point where you're abusing them and they're black and blue and going to, you know, school or hurt and, and you know. And no. But it's okay to discipline your child, man. Don't leave it up to the wives, but it's your responsibility to discipline the child. And again, women, don't see this as I'm degrading. I'm just saying for the men to take their place. Because for so long, the men have stepped to the side and let the women rise up. Whereas the men are supposed to rise up. We see it even in, 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 in church. Where it's sometimes mostly men in ministry. You know, in their intercessory team or, 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 or in the healing or, or, or the children's ministry. is always women leading and, and women. And I have no problem with women leading. But where are the men to step up and take their place again? Where are the men? It's time to rise and step up to the plate. Where are the men that come out, whether it's, you know, even in, uh, to worship and just, you know, come out and worship. God called the Levites. They were all comprised of all men. So it's men that are called, you know, to, take, to step up and take their place. And some of you in here may not have fathers, and I wasn't even in the thing, but that's where God is leading me. But some of you guys here never had a father, never had a husband, you know, or, or, or you know, maybe you have some kids and the father's not around. Then you have been the one to step up to the plate and be the man and the woman of the house. So I want to give you a round of applause. Let's give them a round of applause for all the single mothers that have to be the, you know, the father and the mother to pray and protect and 
provide. But some of you in here maybe never had a father before either. And you don't know what it is to have that father's love. Someone to provide for you or to protect you or... But just know that you have a heavenly father that loves you. That's there to protect you. That's there when, when you need somebody to say, I love you. He's there saying, I love you. When you need somebody to cry on, he's there. When you feel like no one's there and, and, and nobody understands what you're going through, your heavenly father's there. You're his little dad. You're, you're his little girl. Daddy's little girl. You're daddy's little girl. Each and every one of you. You're special. You're the apple of his eye. He cares about you. All your worries. He knows everything about you. Hallelujah, Jesus. If we can get that track ready. Father me, I want you guys just to hear this song. If you feel led to come up in a few minutes, I'm going to have also the men come up and, and, and pray for, for their family. But first, just listen to this song here. Me in your Father, Feel like you need God to just wrap his arm around you. Just and, and I'm, not, I'm not even done yet, but just make your way to the front and just get in God's presence. Let God just wrap his arms around you. In a few minutes, we're gonna have the men pray for their wives and their children. Father, wrap me in your arms. Father, wrap me in your arms. Father. This even goes to the men too. Come on, lift those hands. To you. Never had a father around. Lift those hands. Say it with me. Say it with me. in the house. Come on, you may be wounded, you may be hurt, you may be left alone. But he can 
tonight. You may be left alone. Your natural daddy may be gone. Your natural father may be gone. But come on, let our heavenly father wrap his arms around you and let him love you right there. Come on, come on, come on. Just talk to him. Lift those hands. Come on and say, Father me. Father me, yeah. Father me, Father me, yeah. Take me in your arms. Worship him. Come on, just worship him. Come on, just worship him. Come on, just worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him. Come on, come on. Come on, you've been without long enough, but the Father is here tonight. You've been without protection long enough, but the Father is here tonight. 
Some folks that messed over you and picked on you and folks that just done you wrong. But the Father's here tonight. He's here to pick you up and he's here to put a little alcohol and little material foam on your leg. And he, he want to heal you. He want to make it feel good and make it all better. Come on, let the Father just love you tonight. Come on, let him love you. Let him love you. Let him love you. Let him love you. Come on, tell him, Father me. Father me. Yes, 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 yes. Husbands, fathers, hear me out. They're waiting for you to take your place. They're waiting for you to take your place in the house. Be a father. Don't just be there, but be there for your children, fathers. Protect them, love them, love on them, pray for them. They're waiting on you, dads. They're waiting on you. Step up to the plate. Lead. You lead the family. You lead the family. So at this moment, I'm going to ask for all the married couples, you know, husbands, wives with the children, make your way to the front. And I want you to pray for your wives. If you've never done it before, I want you to pray for your wives. I want you to pray for your children. Speak blessings over them. If they're uh, single parent uh, families here right now, or just, you know, just a, a mother, then you pray for your children. If you don't have, let's say you're, 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 you're alone here today and you're a young person, you don't have a, you know, a, 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 a father on, just make your way to the front. Get with somebody, get a female, get with a female and just pray. And, 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 and. if you could just play that song in the background again, because I want all the families together, you know, just really low. But I want the families together just praying. I want the husbands praying for their wives. I want the fathers praying for their children. Lift those hands to the Lord. You could just bring it down a little bit more. Father, just take the time and just pray for your family right now. Okay, where you are in this place, in the sanctuary, get with your father, get with your mother. And dads, pray. 
Again, if you're a single parent, mom, just pray for your child. Jesus. And if there's people here that, like I said before, if, if, if you came alone and there's nobody here, get with a group of people and just pray. Begin to pray. To pray for your families, to pray for, you know, your, your whatever it is. Just get together so nobody's alone in this place today. So nobody has, you know, someone to pray with. Just get with a group, a group of people and just pray. Pray for each other. Pray, men, pray for each other. They will be awesome men of God, that they will be fathers. Pray that prayer over the other men. If there's any young person here that doesn't have their father with them or, or whatever the kid, make your way to the front. I'll pray for you. It doesn't matter. Come up here with me and I'll pray. Say it with me, say it with me.
Father me, yeah. Take me in your arms. 